Porter went down the slide and like broke his arm. Yeah, like came flying down there and stumbled around and busted up his arm. Yeah, you're right. right. Like if you don't do it right, you can get hurt. <laughs> you see the governor going down there oh, he... at bobsled speed. <laughs> and then he Boom. stands up and does a 360 and Just pops right back finger. up. Oh. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Almost 12 minutes after 6 on this Tuesday morning. Glad you're with us on Wisconsin's Morning News. Expected today a formality, but an important one. Governor Tony Evers expected to sign the American Family Field funding package that was passed. How about that? Yes, thank you, Governor. Just passed by the state legislature last month, of course, more than $100 million coming from the Brewers. Tens of millions each from the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. Nearly $400 million from the state will secure the Brewers in a long-term lease through the year 2050. Jazz as hell. I bet he is. Uh, mentioned yesterday on the show that I thought it would be today. Now, that is based on sourced information outside the governor's office and outside the Brewers organization. And that's all I want to say about that. But it's a, it's a person right, with, who would be in the know. So today's the big day likely. Yeah, my information like is that it will be yeah. a ceremonial to-do at the ballpark today. Now, does he go down the slide? Did you get that sourced information? I did not have any sourced information on any hijinks that will play out. Good Lord. He's not going down the slide. (laughs) That would be be awesome. It would be amazing. Holy macro, folks. You've raised the prospect of him running the bases. That's more like... (laughs) That would be even better. More likely than the slide just because... Didn't we have that reporter from... It was a visiting oh, team. Yeah. Remember that reporter went down the slide and like broke his arm? Yeah, like came flying down there and stumbled around and busted up his arm. Yeah, you're right. right. Like if you don't do it right, you can get hurt. <laughs> you see the governor going down there at, oh, he... at bobsled speed. <laughs> and then he Boom. stands up and does a 360 and Just pops right back up. Oh, <laughs> like a gymnast. He's throwing hey. pens out to everybody. <laughs> be great. Yeah, I bet you there'll be a lot of pens in these ceremonial signings. I don't know. Because the governor has to sign the bill and I suppose date it, right? But you always see like 30 pens lined up and just a little mark here, a little mark there, a little mark there. And this one's a little bit more unique, too. There were a lot of people involved. A lot of hands in this. Got to give a pen to some folks on the Brewers, give a pen to these folks, those folks. We're going to polka tonight. Also could happen today at American Family Field. (laughs) Actually... Listen for this. I'm sure Brandon's got it coming up in sports. Big Brewers news on the field yeah. is that the Brewers just signed a 19-year-old outfielder to a contract in the neighborhood of $10 mil a year for the next 10 years. And Jackson Churio has not taken a pitch in a Major League Baseball game. This bothers you. It doesn't bother me. It's just super unique. But I think they have to be unique. Progressive. That's the way Matt right. Arnold works. Illustrative of what the future of this baseball team is going to be, yeah. where we don't have the money to go out and sign big-name free agents all the time. So let's lock in our talent now. So if you got a guy you think is a sure deal, lock him in now and hopefully save over the long run. Jazz as hell. AmFam funding package expected to be signed today. Jazz as hell. One more. I am jazz as hell. 614 on Wisconsin's Morning News. The news is sponsored by Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Retire well with Kowal. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The knockout stage is set for tonight in Milwaukee. The NBA's in-season tournament returning to the Brew City as the Bucks get set to host 
the New York Knicks in the quarterfinals tonight at Pfizer Forum. According to Bucks all-star forward Chris Middleton, it's a game this team is not taking lightly. We believe, you know, it's a it's kind of a must-win game. I mean, we want to go to Vegas. We want to play in the championship. We want to win. I think there's a, definitely a little bit more extra motivation in the game knowing that there's a trip to Vegas at stake. There's 500000 at stake. I think it would be a great game, you know, not only for, you know, regular season against a good team, but, you know, like I keep saying, a uh, must-win game to advance in the in-season tournament. Tip-off tonight is set for 6.30. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ starting at 6. A couple of days after beating the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football to improve to 6-6, six six, the Green Bay Packers are now setting their sights on the New York football Giants. The Pack have won three straight now, and a big reason why, the growth of number 10 in Titletown. He's got more experience going against it, and so even when there was, there was a play um, in the game where they brought all out on us, and we didn't even have a can on the, for, for the protection. Um, and he got us into a max pro. So I just think that shows just how he's matured as a quarterback and the growth that he's shown. That got a little wonky right in there. We didn't have a can for the protection on the max pro. Did you pro, know what he was talking right? about? No? Ish. Isn't that the whole can, 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 yeah. can? Can means can, going to the, the next second. play. Yeah, yeah. usually called two plays in a huddle. So if he's yelling can, he's getting rid of the first play, going to the second play. Yeah. Max pro means... Max protection on a on a pass play. Okay, good. So it helped you can- today. So now you know what a can and a max pro is. It's a lot so. of canning. <laughs> there was a lot of canning. <laughs> can, can, can. <laughs> Head coach Matt LaFleur there also mentioned on Monday there has been no update on wide receiver Christian Watson's injury following Sunday night's game. The Packers are expected to be out on the practice field later this afternoon. The Milwaukee Brewers have officially signed their number one prospect, Jackson Churio, to a record-setting contract. Churio has yet to play in the majors, but according to general manager Matt Arnold, he is the exact fit he's looking for in Milwaukee. This is not just betting on the kid's talent and athleticism, which we know are there. I mean, this is a kid that has really, really good character, and this means just so much to him and his family. And, you know, he's such a, a blue-collar player. I think he's going to fit in great with our community and our and our players and, and every, in every way. And- the deal, which includes club options for 2032 and 2033, is worth $82 million and can reach a total value of $142.5 million with escalators and options. The future of Milwaukee Vince officially signed, sealed, and delivered, and some, like you, would say unique deal for a prospect that has yet to play in the major leagues. So I, I credit Matt Arnold for, for looking at this mm-hmm. and just saying, here's we've long known for the Brewers, you know, they have this embarrassment of riches in the farm system, right? <laughs> yeah. And so getting these guys up, but then if, if you know or if you believe this is a sure hit, lock them in. I don't remember a prospect with this much anticipation outside of maybe Ryan, Ryan Braun. Braun. Sheffield. Right? Sheffield, too. <laughs> he did. Orlando Arcia was actually rated oh, higher yeah. than all of them. But I don't remember the hype for him as high as it has been for Churio. Churio has been, since he was signed, has been anticipated to be a big star, so hopefully good things Sheffield, who wanted out the day he got here. <laughs> I love that a decade later, we were still booing him see, every time he came. See? Well, that's why you lock him <laughs> right, in for eight years. In. Hope you like it, pal. You're here. 619 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Start planning for your retirement today so you enjoy retirement tomorrow. Saturday mornings at 11 and Sunday mornings at 7, where Tony Drake and his Education First team discuss retirement trends, taxes, inflation, and Social Security benefits to help you achieve a more secure financial future. Join us this week as we talk about year-end tax planning and how it can have a big impact on your retirement. Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. 
Vince Vetrano for Great Lakes Landscape. This is a local company I'm going to trust this spring to enhance the beauty of my already awesome yard. So I had Ryan and the boys out for the fall cleanup to end the season at my house, and I'm looking toward the spring now for the fertilizing package and aeration. Now, those th- they're things that you can do yourself, but you don't really have any desire to do. Like, I love mowing the lawn. That's fun. I love looking at it after, but the other stuff, not so much. And on the fertilizer, you could spend just as much on the bags yourself and then dropping it down as you could having Great Lakes come out and do it for you. So you got a big project on the horizon as well, maybe a block paver patio, redoing your shrubs, trees, flower beds, the whole deal, or new construction. If you're starting from scratch, these are the guys you want. Get the design work done this off-season so Ryan and his team at Great Lakes can have your project on the top of the list for the spring. You sign up now at Great Lakes Landscape. They'll give you 2023 pricing. You and I are on our way to a more beautiful yard. GreatLakesLandscape.com. That's GreatLakesLandscape.com. Set your independence in motion. It starts with PACE at Community Care. The program of all-inclusive care for the elderly, also known as PACE, offers complete medical and long-term care services. A team of dedicated healthcare professionals coordinates all aspects of care to support independent living as long as possible. Learn more about a community that cares. Visit joinpacewi.com or call 833-900-PACE. That's joinpacewi.com or call 833 833- Hey, WTMJ's John Mercure here for one of the very special places in our community. It's Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living. They offer early memory loss classes. They take care of people in your family who have dementia symptoms or other related cognitive declines. I'll tell you what, I've been in their facilities. They're special. They're incredible. I have an aunt who's in a facility. I know what it means to make sure your family's in the right place. That's Azura. It's compassion and empathy. Wisconsin-based and family-owned. It's Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living. AzuraLiving.com. Traffic is sponsored by Design Exchange in Heartland and Pewaukee. Design Exchange is where discerning buyers with discriminating tastes come to find premium home decor on consignment at 25 to 40% off retail prices in Heartland and Pewaukee. Checking in with Debbie here at 622. Yeah, it's looking pretty good right now across the whole area. Not seeing too many delays around the, or incidents for that matter. Uh, road conditions are looking pretty good as well. Not seeing too many problems there. Although uh, southwest Waukesha County is uh, reporting some slick conditions. So just be careful. I'm Debbie Lazaga with your WTMJ Johnson & Sons Paving Time Saver Traffic. Some spots of southeast Wisconsin already getting a bit of a wintry mix this morning. Otherwise, mostly cloudy for the rest of the day and a high of 40 degrees. Mostly cloudy and a low down to 30. 30 tonight, right now 35 in Milwaukee. At 623, so there's there's more to the hat guy story. Hat guy, remind me. So remember, Greg Pancake Hill was on sports yesterday, brought us one of the many extraordinary moments from Lambeau Field on Sunday, where the fan known as Frozen Tundra oh, Man. Oh yes, that guy, yep, yep. Presented yep. Olympic superstar Simone Biles with a gift. What a pleasure to meet you. You are the greatest of all time. I had to meet you something, okay? You are the gold. Oh my god. This is for you. This is for you. You've seen this guy, Frozen Tundra Man. He's our guy who gets on TV all the time at the Packers games. Looks like he's dripping with icicles. Yeah, right. Super frozen. So a lot of teams have a guy, right? The Raiders have Darth Raider. Yeah, oh yeah. Who's in the Darth, Darth, Darth Vader mask and all raided out. Jets have that fire helmet guy. Greg figured out, what is his name? Fireman Ed. Fireman Ed, oh, okay, oh, right? Yeah, he's on there all, right, so... 
number of teams have a guy. This is kind of our guy, Frozen Tundra Man. Packers have had a few over the years, actually, if you would think about it. The OG has to be Gang Green. Do you remember this guy? Is that the guy that looked like uh, he's wearing a priest outfit, like a Lombardi? <laughs> no, that's St. Vince, oh, different guy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> We've got lots of guys. Who's yeah, St. Yeah, Vince was the dude who was dressed in like bishop's robes, yeah, yes. and then he had like the bishop hat, but it had Vince Lombardi's picture on yes, it. Yes, thank you. That's Gang awesome. Green was the guy with the green curly hair, and then he'd face paint himself green. Yeah, I remember that he one. Was like, yeah. he, I think he predates St. Vince. We had the Packers girls wearing the cheese bras. Oh, yeah, they, they had a cup of coffee for a season, like getting a lot of season, coverage. Think, yeah. yeah, So we have Frozen Tundra Man now. Cheesehead says, like, frozen cheese. He's got icicles hanging off of it. He does the outfit differently sometimes. Yeah, it looks great. does a great job. So he gave Simone Biles a hat that is in the shape of a goat, greatest of all time. It's mm-hmm. got horns on it, Olympic medals all over it. Really cool. And Simone puts it on, does the whole thing. Jeff Kahlo is the guy's name who makes these hats. And Journal Sentinel reported it this way. The 62-year-old Fond du Lac man heard from a Lambeau Field security person that the internationally famous gymnast and wife of Green Bay Packers safety Jonathan Owens wanted to meet him. Wow. <laughs> I love that. How about that? So Epic. who's famous here? Yeah. Hey, I want to meet that guy. That is awesome. Right, with the hats and the stuff. So that's how the gift exchange came about. Cool. Eric's a little skeptical that Sunday Night Football was a little bit too close to this. And I perhaps wondered, it may have been yeah, somewhat maybe. contrived. Maybe. Just considering that Today Show did a big old thing yesterday morning about it. Too. And they happened to be right there when yeah, it all happened. Right. So great moment nonetheless, Sure, though. of course. Of course. And so I'm thinking about this. I'm like, I've met that dude. Kalo was, he's been around for a long time. These hats have been around for a long time. And I interviewed him in one of those early Bucks runs around the 2000s with Ray Allen and the gang and okay. Big Dog and all that when the Bucks were making a number of runs. And he had a bunch of Bucks hats and it had a big old deer on it and stuff like that. And, and we found him and he makes these hats himself. He custom does them all. Actually, if you want to get in on it, it's Big Hats. Or bigguyhats.com. Okay. He's got a website. Custom does everything. I remember going into his house and it's just foam everywhere. And then he's, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> Airbrushes. Oh, cool. The paint on. Really cool guy. Bigguyhats.com. If you want to check him out and order one for yourself. Brewers signed a guy to a long-term deal who hasn't seen a pitch in the major leagues. Brandon Snide has sports coming up at 645. A record in the music industry, Vince. A Christmas classic has just hit number one for the first time on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. You would assume I'm talking about All I Want for Christmas is... Well, yeah, but that's that's not not 60 years old. No, this song is 65 years old. Chestnuts roasting (laughs) on a... Nope. Nope, not that one either. Okay. Brenda Lee. Rocking around the Christmas tree. You know she was 13 when she recorded this? No. 13. That's the original version, too. I like that. 65 years old. So how in the world is this now at the top of the charts? Well, a couple of things. Brenda Lee this year is honoring the 65th anniversary of the song. They made a video. So that's out there on the old TikToks and whatnot. (laughs) Uh, What's old is new again on TikTok. Yeah, and it usually jumps up the charts anyway this time of year, just like the Mariah Carey tune. So because of the 65th anniversary, the 78-year-old making the video, and the TikToks, she is number one, 65 years after the release. The Mariah Carey's going to jump the shark at some point, right? Because, like, it's a good song. I like it, but I think it already has. I I agree. I think it's actually hasn't come back, though. 
kind of like the Vin Man's comedy curve. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's been bad and now good again. Vin Man's comedy curve is <laughs> some some joke debuts as funny, and you tell the same joke over and over and over again, yeah, and eventually yeah. you're like, okay, like this isn't funny anymore. But then if you keep at it, <laughs> if you're persistent, yeah. it'll eventually get even more funny. Yeah, so that's what ha- I think that's happened to Mariah Carey a couple of times with that song. And now it's happening with Brenda Lee. Congratulations. Which one of these things happens first, E? NASA once again lands people on the moon, or Milwaukee gets a new soccer stadium built? <laughs> oh, man. That's, I don't know. <laughs> right, you don't. I don't know which one will happen first. We had the story recently that plans for the professional soccer team coming to Milwaukee are sort of delayed. They're now saying 2025 with delays in construction of the stadium that is supposed to go in the area. I kind of best define this where I-794, if you're coming toward the Marquette Interchange yeah. uh, from the Hone Bridge where that meets the Marquette. So there's a little corner in there that they've targeted for building a stadium for a soccer team that I think they've already named, right? Which would right? be neat. But we've talked about, I feel like we've talked about bringing a soccer team to Milwaukee for decades. This is the most solid plan we've seen yet, but uh, it's delayed and so... You're not feeling it. Well, I just don't know. So we, again, have, have the delays. But speaking of launches, <laughs> that was the target year for the Artemis program in NASA to once again put men and this time a woman on the surface of the moon. This from CBS News. A fast-track schedule along with delays developing SpaceX moon lander and the Axiom spacesuits make the first Artemis moon landing unlikely in 2025. And based on past experience, a delay to 2027 could be expected. That from the Government Accountability Office in a report released last week. Why the delay? Because there are always delays. Because this... Is we've NASA. Been, we've, been, <laughs> <laughs> we've been working on this, though. The this Artemis is space. Is a it's like really project. hard. It's not really hard. We did it 50-plus years ago. Right, and then we just kind of scrapped everything, and now we're st- kind of starting over. I think you have a you know, number of factors here. You have the SpaceX component. You have other private contractors who are all involved. You know, Not everything is all under the NASA umbrella. So we saw SpaceX working on its most powerful rocket ever built, Again, better test its second time up, but still didn't complete the mission. That's true. That's true. So th- there are a lot of different things. It was a year ago that NASA did successfully launch Artemis 1. That was the unmanned effort that put uh, a spacecraft in lunar orbit. Artemis 2 is still scheduled for late next year or early 2025. That would have people on it, but they wouldn't actually land, go down and land on the lunar surface. Artemis 3 is what they're targeting for the crew actually getting down to the moon. I'm uh, disappointed. Me too. Can you believe that was a year ago, though, that we were in here waiting for the big old launch? And here we are. Uh, that, But that was delayed. Remember, we thought, yeah, I think we right. were still in the old building when we thought that it was going to go up, and then that was we delayed. Got pushed and, and pushed. You're right. It's hard to launch stuff to the moon still all these years later. So I guess that's the, uh, the lesson in the story. But anyway, the Artemis uh, moon landing, not likely again until 2025 or later. Bullseye. 6.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. We bring in friend of the program, Lori Nickel, two-time sports writer of the year for Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Morning, Lori. Morning. Hey, so I wanted to ask you about Jordan Love and the evolution, the growth that we've seen in him. And you always do a good job of 
getting to know players, what's in their mindset, how they approach things. And I'm thinking about Jordan Love when the Packers are on a four-game losing streak, and he's the new guy, and he's following on the tails of a legend. And he's underthrowing everybody. Right. How does a guy how does a guy like that keep at it and keep believing in himself? Because I don't know that he's doing anything different, right? Other than showing up, working hard, doing his thing, and just allowing himself to grow. That's something I'm really interested in as well. I've always been interested in sports psychology and I've been wanting to kind of read his personality a little bit. And we are really starting to learn about Jordan Love's personality. I think he's almost understated, especially what we're used to in Wisconsin, and he's unaffected. And that, those are unique personality traits for a leadership role. And I can explain more about that in a minute if you're interested. But he, you know, he overruled his own coach at Detroit. He wanted to be aggressive on that opening drive and go for, you know, the kill shot right away. Um, he is showing some of that gunslinger mentality that the announcers were so great to point out Sunday night. But there's still some uniqueness to him that's very much 2023 that's a different leadership brand than what we've seen in the previous two generations here. You know, guys handle the pressure differently too, Lori. I mean, some some of them go into, or at least they claim to, sort of a media blackout. You know, every guy tells you, well, I don't read the papers, I don't read the stuff, you know. <laughs> but you know some That's of them do. That's true. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, they, and their wives and their moms and, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they have all those people popping off. But how, you know, so how does he protect himself and remain sort of in that bubble going forward? Well, I don't know that even, you know, when he does hear about it, he even cares. I mean, that's what's really unique um, about him. He's most comfortable in the quarterback's room. He's most comfortable with the fellow quarterbacks and, and the quarterback's coach. And I really don't think this generation is so different. These players are used to social media. And again, he just doesn't seem to be affected by it. Now, of course, the first year is much different than the 10th year. We've seen that with every Um, MVP that's come through here, whether it's been Christian Yelich or Giannis Antetokounmpo or or the two in football quarterbacks, Green Bay. But um, again, this is a new leadership quality where instead of blacking it out, Jordan Love is just like, I don't care what you say. (laughs) Um, And and I'm I'm paraphrasing there. He didn't say that directly. (laughs) Can we get to the point now where is it either just luck For Green Bay, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Obviously, we have no idea what love could become or how long he'll play and all that. Is it luck in Titletown, or do they have the template for how you actually sustain quarterback success? Oh, for sure. And that that has to go to the culture, though, too. There is a standard that's been set there. And you look at the coaching tree and how that's been affected from Mike Holmgren on down and and the level of play that's expected there. You can't be a running back that comes into Green Bay expecting that you're going to run all the time. You will be pass blocking. That is part of the culture there. But again, I'm fascinated with the leadership. That began in, you know, in the Ted Thompson era where he would have, when he would check all the boxes and he was scouting players, he would have a personality box. And that would look at leadership, and that would look at the players' hobbies, interests, family, um, demographic background, and upbringing. And because Ted Thompson always wanted to know what made a player tick, as that was his quote. And we are starting to learn that Jordan Love's 
um, is so different than Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And I can't wait to like see how this all unfolds so we get to know him better. You know, and the other thing, Lori, is just we react so strongly to whatever we saw last. So now we're all feeling good about how things were. It's not that long ago that this team, this same team, was on a four-game losing streak. So that could still be out there. I'm prepared to judge this team based on their body of work after 17, hopefully 18, 19, 20 games. 20 games, come on. Well, give them a few in the playoffs. Come on now. All right. But you're a little bit maybe more rational and a little bit more experienced, I think, and and looking at the total body of work this season is so long right now. And a lot of those losses for the Packers were close. And even when they did lose, you could see progress. Again, um, I think instead of judging this season based on wins and losses, I really want to look at the development of Jordan Love and how he can lead this team. So many of the players after the game Sunday night went out of their way to compliment him in their media interviews to talk about what kind of Jordan uh, leader Jordan Love is. And compare that, again, you know, Brett Favre was funny, but he was super smart when it came to plays. And that and and could break down things and read and but Brett Favre's uh, motivation was the Iron Man streak. Aaron Rodgers totally different. He wanted to tell everybody he had the best Wonderlic score in the locker room, and he would go around to every guy and individually motivate them. Jordan Love is none of those things. He's entirely different. How will he be a leader for future generations? That's how to judge this season, I think, for me at that position. Always great to get your perspective, Lori. Thanks so much. Thank you. Take care.